the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned way into one panel. G'day, Dr. Carl here. Now, last time, I talked about how essential our sun is to life on Earth. How there are so many things we do not understand about our local star, and how NASA has launched a spacecraft to spend the next seven years exploring its mysteries. This spacecraft is the Parker Solar Probe. Today I'm going to tell you about how this probe has been designed to withstand the ultra-hot conditions that it will encounter on its mission, and how it will collect some important data on its fast and fiery trip. The Parker Solar Probe will carry out at least seven close encounters with the Sun. The last one skimming a mere 6.2 million kilometres above the Sun's fiery surface. At such a close distance, the power from the Sun is massively concentrated. By the way, the Sun puts out about 50% of its power as heat, or infrared light, about 40% as visible light, that's the colours of the rainbow from red to violet, and about 10% as ultraviolet light. If you measure this power near the Earth, that's about 150 million kilometres from the Sun, each square metre of space is carrying just under 1,400 watts of sun power. But when the Parker Solar Probe is at its closest to the sun, 6.2 million kilometres from the surface, each square metre of the spacecraft that is facing the sun will receive about 470 times more power, roughly 650,000 watts. This is a truly hostile environment. That much power would kill an unprotected satellite within half a minute. And if you or I somehow got that close, we'd be toast. Although I'm not sure how we'd be there in the first place, or breathing. Anyhow, for the Parker to survive, it will point its head directly at the sun, hiding its rear end behind the shadow, cast by a high-tech heat protection shield. This shield is hexagonal about 2.3 metres across, and a bit fatter than your clenched fist, at 11.4 centimetres thick. The shield is made from a reinforced carbon composite, and it has a white reflective surface on the side closest to the sun. The shield can withstand temperatures of 1370 degrees C, so the protective barrier will cast shade over the probe's instruments, keeping them at a comfy 30 degrees C. But this shielding trick is further complicated by the Parker's flight path. The craft will move in an elliptical or football-shaped orbit, and it will be slingshotting around Venus and the Sun. When it's at its closest approach to the Sun, it will become the fastest known artificial object, reaching some 200 kilometres per second, or around 700,000 kilometres per hour. That means that it won't spend too long baking in the fierce heat, but the heat shield will have to be perfectly adjusted to protect the probe. However, the spacecraft won't be spending all of its time hiding. It has some very important jobs to do on its journey to kiss the sun. The Parker carries several major sets of instruments. The first is probably fairly obvious a pair of telescopes to look at the wispy, super-hot atmosphere of the Sun. Then there's some magnetometers and voltage sensors to investigate the Sun's electromagnetic fields. 
They're mounted on antennae made from Niobium C-103, a special high-temperature alloy that can withstand the intense heat of the sun. The rest of the probe's instruments will measure various aspects of the sun's solar wind. And some of these sensors won't be hidden behind the solar shield. They've been hardened to survive direct exposure to the hellish conditions. For example, the Solar Probe Cup, also made of Niobium C-103, will catch the solar wind as it streams off the sun. This crafty cup should give us our first close-up measurements of the solar wind. Until now, our only measurements have been near Earth some 150 million kilometres from the Sun, after the various elements of the solar wind have had time to meld into each other, mixing together and cooling down. Now, to power its fancy instruments, the Parker Solar Probe has two sets of photovoltaic solar panels. The regular set extend out from the craft, but they work only while it's more than about 35 million kilometres from the Sun a little inside the planet Mercury's orbit. But once the Parker gets closer, these solar panels get pulled back into the shade. And a special, much smaller second set of solar panels will turn the fierce sunlight into electricity. To survive, these solar panels are water-cooled, which keeps them below 150 degrees C. Now, this spacecraft is named after the physicist Eugene Parker, who first theorised the existence of the solar wind. Interestingly, this is the first time that NASA has named a spacecraft after a living person. And as a tip of the hat to Eugene, the probe also carries a memory card with photos of him and one of his most important scientific papers on solar physics. This memory card also contains the names of some 1.1 million people. These are members of the public who wanted a little part of themselves to accompany the probe on the very first mission to touch a star or kiss the sun. And my name is on that list. But I have to say, I'm glad it's just my name flying with the Parker. That intrepid little probe has a long, lonely and dangerous seven-year journey ahead of it. Although, I guess at least it won't have to worry about getting too cold. <laughs>